This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, good talk, everybody. Um, I guess, Bruchem Aboyim, Bruchem Nitzayim. We're holding over here in the Sari in page 1128. At the end of 1128, I think we might have done the last piece last time, but it doesn't hurt to do it over again. There's a strange pasik. It says, Haskes Ushmai Yisrael. The word Haskes is a very, very um, difficult word. It's, it doesn't have anything parallel to it. So there's a Sfarnu that says the last piece on 1128, on page 1128, Haskes is Tzayah so there's a mitzvah, there's a chiyuv to, to sort of project a picture in your mind of these inyanim of Torah. In other words, um, the, the obligation of Haskes is that a person um, picture the things that he is um, that he knows with his mind. Now it's it's very important. Let, let's understand the difference. We have two ways of storing information in our mind. One is digitally, and one is with pictures. In other words, let's give an example. Um, I tell you that there are people starving in Africa. I can tell you how many people, uh, how, how bad the starvation is. I, I can, we can know a lot of facts. How much do those effect, facts affect us? So-so. When a person sees a, a, an instance of it, it makes a profound um, I- I- impact on the person. Now, it's not that I don't. It's not that I don't know or understand, but the impact that information makes on us is very different when it's um, a picture or it's a fact. So the chiyuv of the chiyuv uh, Torah is that's the way this Farno explains is that a person actually, um, that, that a person draws a picture in his mind of the, of the Sodas of Amuna or, or whatever it is. Rosh took us out of Mitzrayim, all of these things. And the truth is a lot of the, um, a lot of the uh, Bale Musa were, were, were the ones that actually um, taught us that. The Bala Musa gave us um, the, the, the early Musa. If you take a look at like the Altus Labotkas Musa Shmuzen, um, the ones that are the way it's written down, it's, it's just all about um, drawing a picture of the event in your mind. And so, so when you read the words, the words aren't adding anything, but they're an attempt to sort of draw a picture. And, and, and so the, the mitzvah of Haskis Ushma is not to 
that it, it's not sufficient that a person just knows the information of Torah. Person needs to picture it in his mind and to draw it out. Um, I guess apropos to that, seeing a picture reminds a person of something. Um, I just sort of Tzvi got onto the onto the. Uh, 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 share. Um, this share is dedicated by somebody to Tzvi for all the work that he's doing, putting in a tremendous amount of effort um, in setting up the shurim and things. So I, I guess raw ma'is and niska alocha. So this share somebody dedicated it to, to, for Tzvi Rubenfeld. Okay, the next piece is the next page is the Rama Mornevuchim, also explaining what Haskis is and. Like always, anytime you have a word in Lashon Kodesh, which is written only once in the Torah, it's a guess as what it means. Words we, we usually understand from the context and words that are that appear once, very, very hard to, to figure out what it means. And that's why you have different pshatim. So the Sfarna says a pshat and haskis that we just saw. And now the Rambam Monavuchim. Michlal Kavonas Atayra Horakus, some have a Girsa Tarbus, Vishaye Hodom Lish Nishma Lechaverov, Vushaloye Kosha built in Nishma Haverov, Achia Oiser Rotsain Haverva Oina Oisom, Vinishma Lem Lechefsom, Vishavla Ritsainum. So the the um, the mitzvah, the, the Ramam says, that a person's default setting ought to be, um, I guess, responsive to your friend. And let's take an example. A person, um, oh, it, there's a very basic difference in attitude. Some people, you ask them for something, and the first question is, Mechatesa, why should I do it for you? Why should I? Why should I? Explain to me why. Oh, it's a mitzvah, it's a chiv, it's an obligation, there's a favor in a, you know, whatever it is. There's a different type of person that the instinctive reaction is, sure, uh, unless it's too difficult, I can't, or whatever it is. So the Ramam says, haskes means that a person be ready to be makabel, that's what the word is. Um, so the Rambam pictures a general sense of willingness. There are some people that naturally they're told this is the right thing to do and they do it. So Haskes is sort of, so the word Shema means obey, to listen to, and haskis means sort of making yourself, um, making yourself ready to, to, to listen. So a person's attitude, people should be um, a natiya to be, to, to be willing to be, to have rots and tov towards a person and towards a Kaddish Baruch Okay, the next piece is an asfarnu, on the on the concept of arurim, in other words, we have a whole ceremony over here um, that is you know they give the brachis and the klolas. What exactly is the point of these klolas? 
what, what exactly are we accomplishing? Um, halakhically, it's a little hard. The Rambam, for instance, in, in um, Hilchis Lashon Hara lists how many essays Yehovah, I mean, it also says, and how many Arurim. So it, it seems to be kind of some sort of strange brie of some sort. Well, why is it different in Alosa saying a punishment? Here, the community gets up and the community curses out, so on and so forth. What's it all? What's the point of it, actually? So the Sfarno says, Or ha'ish, hine kol ha'arurim omru t'chila b'loshem baruch. All these arurim were first said b'loshem baruch, k'mo yishabah b'kabola, v'lazeh oma elu yamdu l'varach ha'sa'omna. Omnam, hizkira ma'kosu b'loshem arbol v'ad, um, why does the Pasik only list the or Hashayasa or, or uh, it lists just Arurim? Ki ike kavana bechol Arurim hayu lekala lasa'ivrim al eila, ki dei sheheim levadom yisravoinom, valiyu shara oma reivim lahem. So he says, um, the, 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 the point of these Arurim is. To, to sort of, it's a statement by the community separating these people out of the community. Let's understand this a, a minute. Um, there is a collective responsibility in Kal Yisrael. In other words, if people do Averis, um, many people in Kal Yisrael, is, so Kal Yisrael as a whole has an obligation to to, to it, 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 it has to stop them, and they're responsible, Ochan and so on. So, so so you find many many cases like that, where the community is punished for the action of a few because there is a collective responsibility. Now, if if the people could actually ferret out these people, and they don't do it, they're so they do something wrong, but sometimes you can't. So minimally, at least you need to distance yourself and to say anyone doing such and such has no place in our community. If not, there's a certain element of consent and, and therefore you're still including as part of community. This is, for instance, um, by Kamsa, by Kamsa, where it says, that that Bakamsa got very upset because the he said he, he said it, it wasn't it wasn't even so upset that Kamsa that the host threw him out, but rather that the Rabbanan was sitting there and nobody said anything. So obviously, if somebody could prevent a crime, and he doesn't, there's a certain complicity. But even if you can't prevent the crime, if you allow it. As you know, it's it's it, you, you make no statement to the effect that it's wrong, and a person doing this has no place in your community. Then there's some sort of at least tacit uh, acknowledgement, and that's and 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 that and then the whole community becomes liable for it. And this is one of those areas that really needs a lot of shikladas. When when there are people in a community that are not doing right, so. Um, it, 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 sometimes you're saying, many times you're saying something will not make a difference. You don't have the power, you don't have the clout, those people and so on. Sh should you say something? What's the point of saying something? 
Um, so one of the cases where saying something would be important is if if it is if if somebody is doing something seriously wrong, and by the community remaining quiet, it feels as if the community is giving it a sort of a a, a, a tolerance where we, we don't like it, but it's okay. That then it becomes a blemish on entire community. When you get up and you say doing this has no place in our community, and that's that's when you excommunicate somebody. That's what you're doing. It's not so much as a pun a punishment to the person as much as saying we as a community do not tolerate it and they're not welcome. You can't be part of our community if you do X, Y, or Z. Um, this is one of those areas which is a gray area. You you you. Um, it used to be, for instance, that somebody was Mahal Shabbos couldn't get an Ali in a shul and you know in a, in a shul that that was Elch uh, Shul Hamish people so on. Um, today it's different. You want to bring people back, but on the other hand, sometimes what you know what about somebody who's married out? Do you tolerate? Do you not tolerate? So the 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 the, the is always between those two elements. On the one hand. If it's a clear cure of operation, so to speak, of one some sort, so the statement is, "We're trying to bring you back." On the other hand, if it's a regular community, um, sometimes this might be seen as the community agreeing that it's okay, and it needs it needs um, a, a balance, a, a measure of when it's okay, when it's not okay, and so on. So the error that they said was distancing themselves from these activities. And he says, So he said, this um, phone gives a reason why they couldn't actually stop it. He said that Many of these actions were done by leaders, and the population did not have the ability to stop them. So, in a situation where the people in power are the ones doing right, so they could certainly force the hands of the other people. There was enough power in their hands, especially in times of of, of uh, Tanakh, they could, you know, the best they could enforce. So we're talking about where the leadership was corrupt, and yet other people by sort of, by assenting sort of, by, by keeping quiet, they they were included in it. So there are as a way to separate themselves out of it. Okay, the next one is Rabbeinu Bechaya, and it deals with the mitzvah, um, or, or, or the, the or of Orash Leyokim Sivat Terazais. So this is a hard or to explain. What are we talking about exactly? So it's a Shailer Shonim. I mean, which, are we talking about all the mitzvahs, some mitzvahs specifically? What are we talking about? So Rabbeinu Bechaya says, Orash Leyokim Sivat Terazais, um, 
it's 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 referring to the entire body of mitzvahs. Yokim means to confirm, to affirm the mitzvahs in his heart. In other words, the person validates the mitzvahs. What does that mean? Kloima. There is no mitzvah that does not have a positive benefit for a person. So the the, the um, it, it it says in, if somebody doesn't pick up Shol Sefatayra, that's that's Arash Yokim. So he says it means this. Let's let's discuss this uh, because I think it's a very important point. Um, if if a person asks, what are the Taimi Hamitzvis? So the answer is on a specifically, we don't always know. There are some mitzvahs that we have almost no idea of what the Tama mitzvah is, and there are some mitzvahs where we have um, an understanding of some of the layers of mitzvah, but not all of them. Um, that's as far as a specific Tam HaMitzvah. Let's say, um, it, it, now, what about mitzvahs in, in general? It's talking about the whole corpus of mitzvahs. Is there a tam in it? And the answer is certainly. The tam of the mitzvah is to benefit us, to 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 do some good to us. Now, now let's try to analyze that a minute. There could be three possible reasons. For instance. Um, uh, somebody tells us, I want you to eat your vegetables. So that, there could be three reasons for it. One is the vegetables are good for him. One is I sell vegetables and having people eat their vegetables is good for me. And one reason is that I'm bored stiff um, or I'm some sort of mild crackpot and I get my kicks out of forcing people to eat vegetables. Those are only three, you know, it's me, him, or no reason. I mean, that's, it's, 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 uh, those are the three possibilities. Now, let's try, Sakharish Baruch Hu commanded us to do mitzvahs. We could say it's for Akharish Baruch Hu's benefit, in which case we're making Akharish Baruch Hu a needy entity. It means Akharish Baruch Hu needs to have carbonus, he needs to have whatever it is. That's that that is a, 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 a that's an axiom that there is no such thing. In other words, by definition, the God that we that we have is perfect, complete, and cannot need anything. So so, so that's not compatible to say that mitzvahs are there because Akharish Baruch Hu needs where they needs it physically, quote-unquote, or he needs it because he, he wants something, whatever it is, that, 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 that cannot apply. To say that the mitzvahs are given just as a whim 
it's so a whim is is also something which means it has no reason rhyme or reason to us that's very close to being crazy in other words um akadosh baruch Hu comes to us through the lens of chacham of chachma of the ultimate chachma a, a, a whim which is just kind of just a nonsense thing is is meaningless there was a there was a fellow here many years ago uh, a bach in shiva was building something for me he was he was doing something in the house uh, you know constructing something and there was a neighbor's kid that was annoying him there's you know one of those kids who was hanging around and this that so this boy tells him would you like to play a game and the the boy said sure so he said, okay, so the first thing is you have to find a bag of sugar, a slipper, this or that. When you find it, come back with it. So it took the kid about 10, 15 minutes till he found it in the house. Then he said, that's great. Now step two, gave him some other nonsense. At the third or fourth step, the poor kid asked him, like, you know, like, so what's the point of it? And he says, no, that's the game. That's how you have to do it. And he kept him busy, like, for until he finished his thing. And then he patted him and said, I think you're the best, you know, you, you're the best that I ever did it. And I'm really proud of you. And that was the end of it. To say that mitzvahs like that, 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 you know, they're just arbitrary things so that we get schar because we, we slept around looking for a that's that's not uh, you know that that also would 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 not fit the category. So, so the only plausible reason is that mitzvahs are there to benefit us. Now we we will assume, and again this fits very well in the line of the of the of of the mitzvahs that they certainly all have. A ruchnistika benefit. We become better people in ruchnistika way, and some of the mitzvahs have definite um, physical. I mean, physical, social benefit, benefits for society, benefits for a person, and so on. So, so mitzvahs are there to benefit us, and on a ruchnistika level. And somewhat, and some of the mitzvahs we can discern on on a physical level. So a person can say, for instance, make for a happier marriage, a better marriage, and that's fine. And and Rav Hirsch um, speaks a lot about different mitzvahs, how they build much better societies. That's a big thing by him about societies and so on. And and that's that's the only way we can look at mitzvahs. Now, if a person looks at mitzvahs and he says i will do what i will do whatever i was told to do so if we say even though i don't understand what the point is that's fine that's good in other words a person says i'm not as smart as a kaddish baruch Hu, and therefore whether i understand why this particular mitzvah enhances my ruchness or not? Sometimes it's baffling. That's fine. That that's that's even a person recognizes his shortcomings, and he says, you know, this is kach gozra chachmosa does understand. He created me, and he knows that this is right and this is good. But if a person goes around doing mitzvahs, saying, "Akadosh Baruch has the right to impose it on me, and therefore I'm listening to it," but it it's not good. That becomes a real problem, um, and that's that's wrong. Um, in, in other words, it, just like lahavdul, 
a, a person can make a statement that the people who enact laws in Congress are idiots, but a person should keep the law of the land. That's the best, that's the, the only way to go. So when it comes to that, it's a sensible statement. When it comes to Kaddish Baruch Hu, it's not. And therefore, when you have movements that are halachically orthodox, but not ashkafically orthodox. In other words, you'll get a statement that we must keep these mitzvahs because halacha mandates it, even though this is not ideal for me, society, or whatever it is, then we're running into this problem over here. The, 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 the Rabbi Rebbechai explains that the word yakim, it would mean like the word kiyom shtaros. We have the concept of kiyom shtaros, which is you have a star, and Bezdin goes ahead and validates it. So the word kiyom means to validate something. Akarish Baruch was mitzvah, we validate. The validation is that that the mitzvah is what it purports to be, to be mative to us. And, and again, the hatava can't be, well, the mitzvah itself is meaningless, but you get these, 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 these cards and brown and, and points, and you know, at the end of the carnival, you add them up. That, again, that would be, that would be a bria that's not the chachma. So, so if a person says, this is what Rabbi Rechai says, if a person goes down and says, listen, we keep these mitzvahs, because we're mandated by Kaddish Baruch Hu. But the mitzvahs themselves are not ideal. They don't bring out the best in us. They're not the way things should be. Then, then we're being over an Ora Shayokin Batarazais. That's that's what Rabbi is saying. It's something which is so Rechiv is not only to say that these are um that these mitzvahs, we have to do these mitzvahs, but that these mitzvahs are there for us. There's a very famous story I once heard, a um, fascinating story. Communism in its, you know, before, before they came to power, was, uh, it, it, it made a very good point. Um, life in Europe was very bad, was very rough. There was tremendous exploitation of the workers by a handful of, of wealthy, you know, factory owners, et cetera, et cetera. And, and, you know, people's lot was terrible and so on and so forth. And it certainly, and that's why a lot of Jewish boys were, were swept up by it. it. It was a movement that had a very, very powerful cause. The, the, the Rav, the, the one in Rabbanim, his name was Itzlopanovich. He was a Goyen and, and in many people saw him as being the equal of high brisk and lumdus. We have a, a little bit of his writings. We don't have much today, but he's very famous. Rabitzla Ponovich was very famous. And his name was Rabinowitz. And he was a sympathizer of the communist cause. You know, the, the, the idea of, of, of people who are oppressed and for Hula and so on and so forth. And, and he had a lot of sympathy. So much that when the communists came to power, they did not arrest him. They actually sort of deferred a bit or whatever it was. But he he stopped short of endorsing them. In other words, he rejected it based on the following grounds. He said, 
private ownership is a cornerstone of Chosha Mishpat. Chosha Mishpat would not exist without private ownership. That's one, one quarter of Torah rests on the pillar of private ownership. And therefore, communism is wrong. In other words, to, 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 to make a case that there's no private ownership is, is a hafka from Torah. And, and, sometimes, and that's why things like that are much worse. In other words, when a person um, is, is, goes through motions because he's orthodox and has this thing about the halachic system mandates this, and that's why I'm doing it, A, he's being over Arshaliyakim, and, and the truth is that has no, it can't last. You, you, can, you can teach a child to do what's good and what's right. But if you tell them it's wrong, but halacha mandates, the next generation is going to say, mandates who? You know, if God's wrong, why should I do what he tells me to do? Um, it, it, it's, it's a, it's, it, it has no hemshek because it's be'etzim mufka. It's something that has no um, consistency. It's, some, it's wrong, but it's mandated by God. So what does that mean? Um, so so the, 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 the person needs to understand that mitzvahs shape... The, the thing we can subscribe to is mitzvahs have a ruchnistic impact on a person in a positive way. And the person, the person changes because of it in a positive way. The schayr in olam haba is simply a reflection of the change that's taking place in the person, and therefore um, the person is um, it's it's something that is going to um, it, it, that's going to actually bring out the the in the person. But lemaisa. Um, it's it, 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 the, the, you must you know it, part of part of the of the acceptance of the oil mitzvahs is the understanding that this is an emes it's a fundamental emes be'etzim it's something which the person um, is it, 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 when he says over here munach hazakash asosim means that this is appropriate to, this is the right thing to do okay we'll hold it over here a good vach that's good. Okay. I'm not sure it's still maybe off topic a little bit, but okay. yeah. Philosophy, they I think Euthyphro's dilemma. Where they ask, what? There's like a dilemma in philosophy. If is something yeah. good because Hashem said it's good, or is Hashem say to do it because it's good? In other words, yeah. How does how does Yiddish kind of look at? Um, it's a long topic of, of discussing what they call natural philosophy, natural morality. I'm sorry. Um, there cannot be in, in, in the emuna of Kadmus of Hashem that Hashem is first. Just like you cannot ask from a law of nature on a Kaddish Baruch Hu, because he created laws of nature, you cannot ask from a law of morality on a Kaddish Baruch Hu. You can't ask a Pircha. What you can ask is, um, like, like Avraham Avinu asks, since it is part of our mission, charge, to understand Darche Hashem. Um, 
if we see things, and Akash, so Akash Baruch gave us a world of Torah mitzvahs which state what is right. Akash Baruch gave us an inner sense of what's right. Um, so, and, and that sense is a reasonable approximation of what's right. Things that, that, that are in contradiction, in, a, in seeming contradiction, it, it's appropriate to be done and to ask ourselves, um, what's the pshat? But there is no pircha. Anytime you ask a pircha, it, it requires that you go a step before. In other words, the, 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 um, the federal government, in America it's a bad example, but, but in, let's say in, in Israel, the, the, the central government came first, the, 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 the local um, councils or cities draw their power from the government, so they can't enact a law that contradicts the government. In America, this issue was not so passionate because the claim of the South was, and it's a reasonable claim, that it's a confederation, it's a federation of states. States came first, the Union came second. The Union is an extension of the state, not the other way around, so they can't um, override that. So you always, whenever, whenever you ask a question, the question is from what precedes to what comes out from it. If, a, if X is step one, then Y cannot be step two. So ask a question on a Kaddish Baruch who requires that we posit as a step one, which is, which is not the way we say Kaddish Baruch Hu. That's, that, that, that doesn't, and that's the Rambam's, that's the, the Iker of Kadmus. Nothing preceded Kaddish Baruch Hu, so he put laws of nature and laws of morality. You, if something does seem to you to be, how can you how can you tell the Kilat a whole nation? It's a good question. It's not it's not a pircha. It's 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 a question to research. So how do we? In the fact that Kishpoch is a tova meitim, tova meitim, tova meitim, that is repeated constantly. How do we understand? I'm all like, that's a that's a it's a good question, but it's not a rebuttal. It's 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 not there. It's not. It cannot. And take away the mitzvah. It cannot tell me also that that's not what the mitzvah means. Unless I have a plausible halachic alternative, why I say it fits in halachic, just because I don't like it, it, it can't be understood that way. Okay. Good. good Rebbe, can I ask you one quick question? It's Shlomo Horowitz. Yes. Uh, what does Rabbi Nubachi mean at the very end? It says, it says, um, okay, I'll tell you. It says, or, 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 that's, that's somebody who doesn't pick up the Sefer Torah high enough for people to look at it. What's the shot in that? Like, it, 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 you know, if, if it's talking about a straightforward halacha, it doesn't make a, it doesn't make sense. It is, the halacha is supposed to be like, and it says that the or is going, that's what I'll say. So he explains it in light of this statement. In other words, he's not sh showing the Torah to people and then saying, this is Kazera Kadesh, Reya Kadesh. He, he's, not, he, he's not showing, it, he's, he's making a metaphor out of that halacha and saying, you know, it, it's, it's, it's um, one thing when a person is proud of what it says, and he displays and says, this is what the Torah says, versus a person who says, it's, it's a burden, I got to do it, but that's, but that's that. It's like the difference 
a lawyer looks at the Constitution and, and at the laws as being things that you need to do, but he, but he doesn't go around quoting it in rapt inspiration. A, a work of philosophy or something inspirational, you'll quote with that type of, of you know, of, of, of geschmack because you feel it's, it's, uh, it's something which, um, it, you know, it, it, it's true within itself. So that's what he means. He's it, it, translating this into the halach of Shalakim Zivetarazos. Thank you. Okay, good. Thank you.